Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That LeBron check, baby. Check, check, check. Trash Talk Radio. Coming at you live on MP3 from way up on a hill above beautiful Lake Washington. My name is Lestro, and with me, as always, is the guru. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And you know how this goes. We're here to talk a little trash on the week's worth of the sports. I don't know anybody except the guru, and the guru knows all. Man, I know a little something, something, man. Just a little something. Guru, it is episode 40, and you oh. know we're still talking about the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Both Ronaldo and Messi are going home early, but Russia moves on with an amazing penalty kick display on Saturday. So we're going to talk about whether penalty kicks are the right way to end these games. And what is the best ending of a game? Is it the penalty kicks? Is it a game-winning field goal? A walk-off home run? A buzzer beater? Let's get into it, Guru. <laughs> Then, speaking of buzzer beaters, it's NBA free agency, and we may not know where LeBron's going yet, but Paul George has already screwed everything up. That check season, that check season. So we've got our DC's podcaster, Denton Day, on the line with us to talk a little free agency in the NBA. We're going to talk about Paul George, we're going to talk about LeBron, we're going to talk about Kawhi, we got the whole thing covered. Man, that's almost a billion dollar contract right there, man. That's a quarter billion. Then, with 65 days left until the NFL kickoff, Guru's going to give us his top five guards in the NFL. Top five guards, Guru. The uglies, baby. Get some love on T2. Are the big and uglies, baby. Plus, you know we got the two-minute drill. Another big show, Guru. (laughs) TTR episode 40. Yeah. 40-40, baby. Drink that 40. I wish we had a 40 right now, man. You know, we should have it. We should have a 40, man. Last week, you had the 39 jersey. This should have been a 40 in front of us, man. Congratulations, Lestro. I'm feeling good, man. Man, let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Thank the people, man, for the movement. Not only that, we're thanking the people for the movement. We're thanking the people because we got big plans this week. We told you last week we had big plans. This week we're putting it into motion. Not only can you find Trash Talk Radio everywhere you can find podcasts. We're live on YouTube now, too. Look at this. That's I tell what you I'm what. Talking about. Look at the studio, though. It's crazy, Beautiful man. Beautiful Seattle. Crazy, man. Hey, y'all don't know about that Seattle life, though, man. Hey, it's not, hey I tell all my East Coasters, it's not only about Starbucks. And it's always not running out here, man. This is lovely. <laughs> so, Guru, man, it's good to see you. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm living a dream, man. Don't pinch me, man. I'm living a dream, bro. You, you know, you talk about Seattle as a place. I got to tell you, I tweeted this out this week, at Moralestro on Twitter. <laughs> but I had one of those great sports moments this week. It was, it was, and it can only happen in Seattle. You know, like, I'm an upstate New York Phillies fan. Oh, uh, trust me. We know if anyone listening to TTR, we know what, where Lestro is from. So, I'm a, I'm a Phillies <laughs> fan from upstate New York. I go to an Asian Delhi in Seattle. There's a Mexican dude in a in a Yankees jersey and hat. The Phillies are playing the Yankees. I get to talk to this guy about I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. He doesn't know me. We get to talk sports. We get to talk about the Yankees, Phillies, and we end up talking World Cup. Great guy. And I just want to say, I told you we'd get that third game, man. I told you we'd get that uh. third game. We got that third game. Uh, the, the Phillies pulled one out, but only in Seattle do you get to do only, that. Only in Seattle. You get to do that while you're drinking a Starbucks coffee, man. That's right. Only in Seattle, I tell you. It's a zoning and you code. Go, and you go hiking and still talking, right? Right, every time. 
So, Guru, let's uh, speaking of Seattle, we talked how this is a soccer town too, you know. And uh, I, I, you, you've obviously been following the World Cup, getting it all hyped yes, for it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, the world's greatest sport. Right. We talked about this last week that the Americans don't even call by the right name because you know that's us. But uh, we, uh, we we watched it this week. We had some. Uh, so we moved to the round of sixteen this week. We're out of group play in the World Cup, mm-hmm. and in that first round of sixteen last week, we were saying who's the biggest star in the world. I'll tell you what. None of them are hey, playing right now. And hey, we know who the biggest star in the world is. It's LeBron. We know who the king is. We're still waiting to see where he's going to go. I'll tell you what. We're doing this show now. We got to tell people we're recording this show uh, ahead of time, obviously, uh, for the recording schedule. By the time this show comes out, LeBron probably would have signed and everything's going to hey, be moot anyway. Hey, but hey, what, Like we always said. I think LeBron, no, I think L.A. Bron. Should we just pretend he's in L.A. already? L.A. Bron. He's, hey. he's been in L.A. since game, what, game <laughs> game, game one? This is the All-Star okay, game. No, since game one at the NBA Finals, that's when the, hey, the, the, uh, his wife, the kids, everyone already started packing. Yeah, right? That was after game one. They shook Magic Johnson's hand at the All-Star game, and that it's was it, man. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> but Guru, with uh, with Ronaldo and Messi both out, you know, it's a surprise there. Uh, I guess uh, my first question is, do you have a favorite going forward then now uh, with, with Argentina-Portugal out? Who's left that we're looking at as being the Germany's out? Who you are we know, looking at being the team? The, some of the usual suspects. You got France, France obviously. Had a big uh, win this weekend. You, you got Brazil. Right. Uh, and for the lady, for the wifey, what's up, baby? You right, know, of course. Go, I got to go with the Brazil, man. You know, I got to go with them boys. Um, they obviously got the favorite because of all those teams um, losing. They have more of a clearer path in my thought as far as you know, bringing that shit back to Sao Paulo, now, back to Rio, baby. The guru will be there in December. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Save that shit for me, man. So the question then is, uh, you know, it could all be over now because they play on Monday morning against yeah, Mexico. 7 a.m. West Coast time. So they play Mexico, which is like the local favorite Dude, here in the States. You better catch some grief man, for this. I know, man. Viva la Mexico. Right? My boy Cisco Viva over on Basehead. Viva Mexico, man. I love my Mexican. All my Mexican, my enchiladas my tacos man <laughs> i love them man gosh man my coronas See, i need some mexican love but you know what i also love me some brazilian steak baby absolutely I love me i'm a hey guru love himself some carnivore right, right, i'm a right, carnivore right. i eat the crap out of them damn steak <laughs> man so with this between a taco and a brazilian steak viva la Brazil. Brazil. See, and they're the better team anyway. Mexico kind of snuck in. This is almost uh, a best of both worlds for Brazil. They get they get a good team to play, but not like you know, not like, the Germany. Not exactly. The you're not team. you're not coming out against Germany. You're, you don't have to play Messi. It's 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 it, Mexico. It's a good sort of warm up in this it, round, it's right? A, it's a good way to. It's like when you know you're bigger. It's like when you have a siblings. You know you're like five years older than them, right? And you know there's nothing they could do, even if they're strong. You fast. should beat them. Yeah, you will beat them, right? At the end of the day, so. Um, I see Brazil taking over this game, dominate. I say 2-0, two, 2-0. Two, oh, two Ballsy. I like that. Uh-huh. All right. So we'll take that game going forward. But, Guru, I wanted to ask you, because I was watching uh, this weekend the, the Russia-Spain game, oh, man. man. The host country, baby. I'll tell you what. Now, they scored pretty much all the goals in that game because yeah, yeah. they had the own goal, and then they scored their the, the goal to, <laughs> to, to tie the game up. Uh, but that game went to penalty kicks, and mm. it, it went down to it. Guru, do you like the penalty kicks to end the game? Man, great question. Like, I was actually watching it. And you know, there's certain, when you watch a game, 
Uh, we watch many sporting events in our lifetime. You Absolutely, know? yeah. And there's just certain times when your palms are sweating. <laughs> you know, it's like when your heart is racing. It's just a certain moment in a spectacle in a sporting world, and I was sweating. Even and with nothing on the line, nothing right? on the line. My heart was jumping. My feet were sweating. And you know the Google, hey, the Google sweats, man. You know, <laughs> so when the Google sweat, that's nerves. So I'm it's excitement, and that got me thinking. The whole world watching, right? Right, everybody one watching. One man, one and one, right? Nobody else dared to, to interfere. You can't, the referee can't save you, a teammate can't save you. It's you and the other, the goalie, the right. defender. See, and I would have it the other way. I would say it's you against the guy shooting because it comes down to the goalie, in my opinion, there. It's Absolutely. all about him. I, I, it comes down to both levels because the skill set of the goalies to block and defend the goal. Right. The skill set of the shooters and the players is to score the goal. So it's basically you're putting the best of the best, the strength of all strength, and now let's see who's going to be the strongest. That's why I kind of, I think I appreciate and I love more the penalty shot and the shootout in soccer, especially in the World Cup magnitude. Just the fact that there is no one to save you. Right. There's, like in other team sports. Like you have a team. So, yeah, soccer is a team sport, but it's like this. The closest thing I could say is free throw with zero second left. Oh, when it comes down to it. Whereas right, right. The NBA Finals is a tie game, and you have one free throw. Well, now, Guru. that's the closest thing I could think about. Wow. One person lost the game. And one person won the game. Now, that one is to true fact. Right. Everybody's J.R. Smith when it comes down to penalty kicks, right? So the question is, is this the best? Is this your favorite sort of like game Finish? ending? Yeah, yeah. The end to a game. Because yeah. you got the buzzer beater in uh, in basketball. And, uh, you know, I love a buzzer beater in March. But they're rare as a, as a they major thing in the They happen all the time in March. Right, the but buzz, not in the finals. Not but in the June. last couple of times, as long as you're blue, a blue team in a college. <laughs> As long as you're blue, you're wearing some type of blue, you're going to get this. a buzzer beater. You know? Back to this again. Let's go, man. The blue don't lie. And then in baseball, it's the walk-off, the bottom of the ninth walk-off. Joe Carter, walk man. Oh, you had to bring it Joe up. Joe Carter. You had to bring it up. Destroyed to my teenage all my years. Toronto oh. boys out there, man. To all Drake. In fact, Drake album. To all the Toronto to six, baby. <laughs> See, and when I... that. To me, is like the ultimate. I love the walk-off home run because it is a one-on-one. -on -one still, it's you against the pitcher, and it's just that hit. And then you get a chance to circle the bases with everybody watching. You come in. That Joe Carter moment happened against the Phillies in of 1993, course, right? Of course, it was, it was I hate. Oh man, it pissed me off so much. You have no idea. It just even now when I watch it again, I get like, ah. It's still the greatest baseball moment as far as I'm concerned. I wish that it didn't happen against my team so that I could enjoy it more. But do you think that even beyond that, you still think it's the penalty kicks? Yeah, I just think it's a penalty kick. Just the fact that the main difference is just the world aspect of it. You think it's everybody it's just, watching, just you one-on-one? Yeah, -on -one. That's what it comes down to. Because uh, baseball, obviously, I think I live more of a sub-Sahara, more of that, you know, uh, the southern continents type of thing, mm -hmm. in baseball. Uh, and I think they get, that's more of the viewership as far as Latin America and the islands. You in know, the world, they, yeah. Yeah, in the world. Uh, and basketball, it's, it's global. Uh, it is kind of global. So basketball, is, it's a good, it, it might be second but or third. But basketball has like an overtime. They don't have that yeah, sort of like, don't. it's going to come down. It's more like a buzzer know? beater, like yeah. a, or maybe a free throw closely. So basketball, as far as global-wise, they might have to, you know, they might come close, but nothing. Football. What about a field goal? Last oh. second field goal, time coming down, you know, that sort of, uh, that uh, what's his name, that Scott Norwood moment, oh, oh, that, that Adam Vinatieri, Vinatieri moment. The thing about that is you're still reliable. You still need a great snap. 
you still need a guy to hold a block. Like if the if it's a bad snap, that means the kicker is not right. responsible. So that's why I don't really put that offense on that because, like I said, the kicker is not. It if could, something happens, so wrong what you're saying is that. it could always be Tony Romo's fault. It could always it's be still Tony Romo's be, fault. It, hey, you know what the, the guru loves? He loves when Tony Romo in clutch, baby. The one thing you guys gonna know about the guru and everybody knows he hates the Cowboys. <laughs> I love when Tony Romo got too many slap in the game. <laughs> That's when the guru is like, oh yeah, Romo finna be Romo. <laughs> We're gonna win this one. But now that's what I mean, though, as far as why I think the 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 the, the shootouts, uh, the penalty kicks, mm-hmm. are by far the best, man. It's so grandiose, man. There's such a grandiose moment, dude. Like everything stood still. That's true. Like everything stands still. The whole globe. It's like bigger than who's gonna be the president or something. It's like the whole globe is like, all right. So then everybody knows the guy that either make it. Or miss it. Right. And from history shows, quite a people, I don't know the numbers, but some people lost their life I'll tell you for what. missing it. You're not uh, you're not entirely wrong about watching. I will tell you during that Spain Russia game, I had Lil Lestro, right? And uh Lil Lestro uh, uh rumbled up his pants uh, uh just before the penalty <laughs> kicks. But I wasn't changing him until those kicks were over, man. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I got to see how this thing ends. And then uh, I was like, all right, come on, let's go get you some clean oh. pants. But before that, I stuck to it. I watched the penalty kicks. Mm. But when I watch a, a game like that Spain-Russia game come down to just the penalty kicks, I almost feel cheated. I almost feel like I want to see those two teams play until somebody can score a goddamn goal. You know, like, let's just go sudden death. Let's just keep it going. They, run know, the clock. Just keep that, running. The, go. the golden goal or something used to That's be That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to keep – that's fatigue comes to play. Like, you play three games in one. It's like <laughs> you're not really at that elite level. Now you're really watching JV guys playing, for, you know, on that level. So yeah. I want to see you at the strength. You guys, this is the world class. You are the best of the world. I don't need to see you at 50%. I want to see you at your best. Oh, I want to see you exhausted. Oh no, you know, man! It's, it, the Stanley what? Cup. The Stanley Cup does that all through the season in hockey. It's a it's a shootout at the end of the game to determine where the point goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the in the playoffs, they just keep playing until someone scores a goal. And uh, you know, I know the soccer field is a lot bigger, and eventually guys would fall down. But I would watch that too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would watch. Watch all the flopping, right? And after the second OT, they'll flop every time the ball passes through. They flop. Right, it doesn't even hit them. They're like, I'm down. I need to stretch. <laughs> well, from one flopping sport to another, let's uh, let's move on to the uh, the NBA offseason. We teased it a little bit uh, at the beginning of the show, and we got to go to a phone call with uh, with Denton Day, our sports columnist here. So, Guru, let's uh, let's get Denton on the line. We'll talk a little NBA. We'll come back right after that. We'll finish up this right. segment, and then uh, we got the second segment still when we're going to have uh, Guru's uh, top five guards yes, in the sir, NFL. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, we got the uh, the two minute drill after that. Uh, you know what? I have a beef with people calling it the free agency. It's called check, check season. season. Check season. <laughs> All right, so let's go to our phone call with Denton Day, and we'll talk a little bit of check season. Absolutely. With our man from D.C. <laughs> And we're back on Trash Talk Radio with our DC Sports columnist, Den Day, who is the first one guru actually joining us on video, too. So make sure you check this out on the World of Sports Network uh, YouTube page, because we are trying all kinds of new things, as we talked about. Denton, welcome back to Trash Talk Radio, my man. My man, Denton Day. Last time we talked, man, we were hosting this ship back in D.C. All caps. They're great caps, baby. All caps. How you doing, Denton? 
What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. I put on some makeup today, so ho hopefully this looks good on camera. Yeah, looking put a little sharp, bit of beard man. oil looking in sharp. so I can look nice. Hey, man. Oh, watch out now. That's a heart throb right there. Watch out, ladies. <laughs> Hide all your sisters. Hide all your mothers. Every single ladies out there, watch out. Denton Bay is no, in don't, the building. Don't hide them. Bring them. <laughs> Bring them here. Don't hide them. Now, Denton, as Guru alluded oh. to, the last time we talked to you, you were actually on your way to the parade, the big Capitals parade. Man, how was that? It was great. I mean, it was a, it was a great atmosphere. It was wild. There was... I never actually got a, a full count on the number of people that were in the city, but it was a lot. It was the most people I'd ever seen there. Everybody was super nice. Uh, there, there's some almost mini performances, kind of parties going on on certain blocks. Uh, it was a really great time, a great atmosphere. And, and for the most part, nothing in the city was trashed, which I think is a good sign. We handled it well. So it was a good time. Well, man, I'm yeah. from Philly. That doesn't make any hey. sense. I know all those words, but <laughs> you're not trashing it. Are you really celebrating? Anyone punch? Did you punch a horse? Because that was a, that's how you I, celebrate, right? Isn't that no? No, no, no. no? Yeah, we're not punching no. Uh, oh, that's an elephant. What? What's the horse? The Democrat or the Republican? Which one is a horse? Neither one of them. Actually. Oh, well, it's a donkey. One of them is a donkey, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, donkey. Yeah, donkey horse. Same difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Den, we've got you here today because your most recent podcast, the most recent, in my opinion, podcast with Denton Day, mm -hmm. available on the World of Sports is about the NBA free agency period and you know it is almost more exciting than the season really everybody's got hope everybody's got that sense of if we just get the right player and go from there it's it's an exciting time to be a fan and, and, and you know what it's exciting time to be the family of those guys because it's about that check time right, baby it's, always it's about called check. max contract season baby that's right that cheddar, cheddar. <laughs> i'm like forget the championship man i'm trying to be somebody's relatives man that's who's really winning <laughs> well i'll tell you something speaking of forget the championship as we mentioned in the open paul george screwed everything up right off the bat by announcing damn near at midnight that he was staying in oklahoma city denton what do you make of this well, first of all, I'm really looking forward to his documentary where we get to see the party. I know they had Nas out there performing on Looks stage. Looks pretty good. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of the footage of that. But it was a it was a real shock. In my podcast, which conveniently was recorded right before it was announced that there was going to right? be a party. We're doing I the same thing. He was going to L.A. I mean, we got to remember Magic Johnson took a fine for tampering with Paul George. And when the time came to get him and to lock him up, he doesn't even get a meeting with him. That's certainly not the great start that Los Angeles had for what is supposed to be maybe one of the best free agency periods of that franchise's history. So they're already losing one of the top guys, one of the guys that was, I guess, a lock. To yeah, come there, thought of as a him. lock. Now, it was so, also, we heard Magic Johnson this week say that if he doesn't get the big free agents in two years, he would resign. <laughs> Do you think he knew he wasn't getting Paul George when he said that? I don't think he did. When when he said that, I was like, okay, now we know they're getting somebody Obviously. big because Magic Johnson's not going to say that and not get somebody. And then they missed out on Paul George. So now I, I'm a little skeptical of this. Will he stay uh, true to his word here or will they actually land somebody like LeBron in the, in the next few days? So my question, I know you guys were emphasizing as far as Magic Johnson, but we all know the real, real guys I could recruit here is LeBron. Is LeBron. So my question, I, I guess I, I'm kind of off loss is, uh, obviously, the Lakers didn't sit down with Paul George, from what I'm hearing, uh, from what uh, from your podcast. But did LeBron talk to Paul George? 
because I think that's a bigger, more of impact, in my personal opinion, because whatever LeBron, LeBron is the king. It's a good, LeBron, it's a good point. What, LeBron, if LeBron call or text Paul George, and there got to be some type of a dynamic there I think that was missing. Now, we heard LeBron called uh, Kevin Durant uh, and said, join me in L.A. But the, did he talk to Paul he, George he, at all? Did, 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 what do you think, Denton? I would imagine they had some sort of contact at some point. I mean, these are guys that have known each other for years just based on USA basketball and the fact that they're two great players. So I'd imagine that they would have some form of contact. But really what it came down to uh, just from sources and what we've seen uh, from the so-called experts is that Paul George's relationship with Russell Westbrook it was really the driving force in keeping him in Oklahoma City. I mean, of course, really? Russell yeah, threw and that I, party. So I never would have bet on that. So Russell could play with other guys. Is that what <laughs> is that what is say? Is that what's happening right now? And that that's what it seems. Trust me, I'm just as surprised as you guys because I didn't think that he could. But that seemed to be the driving factor in keeping Paul George. So uh, it worked. I mean, whatever Russell did worked. Didn't work for Durant, but it did work for George. That's fascinating. Now, does this get Oklahoma? I mean, uh, that Mello resigns. Uh, he's he picked up his option. They've got Westbrook. They've got Paul George again. They so, weren't really a challenge this year. Do <laughs> you think they're going to challenge uh, next year? What else has to happen for OKC for them to get Paul George his ring? Well, they got to dump Mello's bum ass contract. <laughs> oh. I mean. <laughs> That's terrible. They need to get rid of him and get somebody else. And then just from a pure basketball standpoint, this year with the unit that they do have, so assuming that they do keep Melo, they need to use Steven Adams a lot more. He's one of the most underused guys in the league. If they can effectively use him and Paul George and Russell Westbrook, that's a pretty solid big physical big three. So that's one thing they need to do in terms of X's and O's. But the Melo contract needs to go first. He's taken up way too much money for a guy that's not producing yeah too much cap space for a guy that should be coming off the bench at this point uh, do i do i really look at this is um uh Alestro and denton they're the same exact team all right they just age or some might say they're more gelling this year whichever vantage point you're coming from but it looks like they just basically just put a new motor in the same car at the end of the day are they better than they were last year maybe but are they better than say Golden State? Not even Golden State. Are they oh, better Houston. than Houston? You know, like, uh, the question is, can anybody beat the Warriors? Can OKC beat the team that might beat the Warriors is, is the question uh, what's, here. What, what's your opinion, Then I think the better question on top of that is, can they beat the Jazz? <laughs> <laughs> and, and realistically speaking, with what they've done so far, I don't know if they can. Oh, I like man. what Utah's doing, and I, that should be their first goal, beating the Jazz before they even start to think about the Warriors. I think that's a good point, too. Now, I'm as surprised as anyone that he's staying in Oklahoma you know like to me hey, that's the most amazing hey, thing something we're missing you remember uh the first time last yeah uh, for, first time this the trade happened last time I forgot what episode it was on TTR right last and summer. I'm like imagine the nightlife in Oklahoma City but I guess there's some investment out there in the nightlife boy it must be better than I, we hey, think we, it is we gotta take a trip back to Oklahoma City to all the ladies all the single ladies in OKC, baby. The guru is coming down. The guru <laughs> is coming. And guru is coming. Yo, speaking of high oh, women. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to break some news for you, fellas. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, breaking news. Like Le- it looks like LeBron just signed with L.A. Whoa! L.A. Brown, like the guru always been saying. L.A. Brown. I'm going to tell you, that's. Breaking news from Denton Day. Live World of Sports on Denton Day, breaking the news. LeBron James is going to where? 
He's going to Los Angeles. Four years, $154 million. Damn, to Woj. That's a big Woj bomb. Right hell of a 40-year eight. You know what? Everything just changed as far as our TTR episode right now. I'll tell you what. I'm glad to Everything hear it. because just changed. We were talking in the beginning. Denton said that he put out his podcast, and then Paul George made his announcement. We were going to have the same problem <laughs> with, uh, with LeBron and our podcast. So if that's true, and you know what? If it's a Woj bomb like, uh, like Denton it, says, I believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he doesn't miss those ones. That, that's big time. No, that's a dude who, when he swings, it, he hits. LeBron signed with LA. It's there it all is. over. There it and is. And my thing is, are we shocked? Didn't we hear this? Now, Could we go back to episode 36 when I told you guys 36. Nike.com career says, Oh, yeah, well. Nike, hey, Denton, I knew LeBron was going to LA right before their asses got swept. <laughs> 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 so now, what does this mean? For L.A., now we already know Paul George is not there, and I know this just happened. Now, do you think who else will be coming to Le- um, for, um, to join LeBron? Because you are now both the question. know LeBron don't go alone. He, that just don't happen. So now hang on. Let's set this up because we know that now Paul George is signed, LeBron is signed, CP3 is signed, DeAndre is signed, Boogie's still out there uh, unsigned at the moment, and, uh, and Kawhi. Capella and Kawhi is the is the the real wild card in all of this. Has to still be Kawhi Leonard. So how do they get another superstar to pair with LeBron, or do they even need to with the young talent they have? Absolutely, they need to. Well, the guy that I would think right now would be the most likely to join him would be Demarcus Cousins. At the beginning of free agency, it seemed like he was going to stay in New Orleans. But just based on the fact that Paul George didn't end up in L.A., that left them with another max spot. So they've been talking today. He would make sense in terms of star power. But a guy that I think L.A. should invest in more long term is Julius Randle. Uh, Pairing him with LeBron, Randle's a big hustle guy. And that's kind of what LeBron needs. When you look back at the 2016 championship, Tristan Thompson was the third most important player on that Cavaliers team solely because he hustled. And Julius Randle can do a very similar thing uh, on the floor. I would say that Kawhi Leonard is probably out at least this offseason, especially with Lonzo Ball getting injured in L.A., not wanting to move Brandon Ingram. But what they have going on right now is a solid core. If they can get Randall or if they can keep Randall or possibly land DeMarcus Cousins, I think the Lakers would be in a good spot. Now, the next question this comes down to is what does this mean? For Lavar Ball, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about the Lakers, this is obviously he's got a TV show out there. He's got a lot invested in this. The Ball Dashians. The Ball Dashians. I mean, are we gonna see LeBron on the Ball Dashian show now? Is it guest appearance by LeBron James? You know what just happened? The King just came to LA. That's the end of the balls. That's it. That's all. Hey. Guess what, LeVar? You got no more balls, baby. Thanks for playing. The King just take over LA. Oh my gosh. So, Breaking news. Now, he stays in the West. Is this team, do you think L.A. is going to be enough then to get past the Warriors? If they get another star there, is that the kind of team that can get past the Warriors? LeBron hasn't gotten past them but once. Uh, ask me again in like 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be the best time to truly answer that based on what they have right now. So assuming they keep everything that they have right now and maybe keep Julius Randle, they're still not quite enough 
yet. But going down in the future, I think the development that we're going to see in both Brandon Ingram and a healthy Lonzo Ball, and you can even throw Kyle Kuzma in there as well, playing with LeBron James is going to be monumental for their careers. So moving forward, I think they will eventually challenge the Warriors. But as it stands right now, unless they go out and get DeMarcus Cousins or if they somehow manage to work out a Kawhi Leonard trade, right now they still don't have enough. So the next question then is, what happens to Kawhi? Because he's the biggest name that's still kind of hanging. And with a trade, as opposed to a free agency, mm-hmm. that's a different kettle of fish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't want to be in San Antonio. Yeah, play that evidence. Play, make that very transparent. He don't want to be in San right. Antonio. Right, and he's made it clear that he wants to be in L.A. So, like, as a Sixer fan myself, I don't want the Kawhi trade because it seems to me like he's a rental. You know, like, he's there a year and he's making his way to so L.A. LA. What do you think, Denton? Is this the kind of guy that's going to stick on a team, or what now happens in the Kawhi mix? How does this how does this monkey wrench out? I think eventually what it's going to play down to is he'll likely join L.A. next summer, so I do think he's going to be a rental for somebody. And the way I see it, San Antonio oh. is way too smart to not get something for him. I just don't think it's going to be this offseason. I do think his stock is going to rise a little bit come the trade deadline time because there's going to be a couple teams that are sitting either on the edge or on the brink of playoff position or in that four to five range that are going to think to themselves, you know what? We could use Kawhi Leonard for a playoff run, and let's just see how it goes. So I think he's going to stay with San Antonio until that deadline, and then where he goes at that point is anybody's guess. You know, I think that makes the most sense anyway, uh, is to him stay there and, you know, before a team trades for him, make sure he's healthy. If you're going to give up a bunch of prospects, if you're going to give up draft picks, make sure that Kawhi can still play. You know what I mean? And, And then get him for your run and then deal, deal with what you're going to deal with. Now, hang on, we just got to say, we got a bit of a technical difficulty, so we've lost uh, the video with Denton, but we still have the audio with him for now. So we'll, gotcha. keep, we'll keep up with this for now, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep that, hey. nice, that nice shot of him back there for people to see. Hey, real quick, Denton, I'm kind of curious. Obviously, uh, with the transition of LeBron now going to the West, uh, being an East Coaster like us, obviously, uh, being from Great uh, that, that, that side, how does this do as far as a fan of the NBA? Because obviously we know with uh, KD in Golden State, we kind of 98% everyone in the world knows Golden State Warriors are favorite. Now with LeBron shifting everything to the West, why would I want to watch the East play basketball? Why would I want to watch NBA on TNT? Oh, it's real easy. Uh, Joel Embiid. <laughs> how could you not yeah, want to watch yeah, Joel yeah, Embiid? It comes down uh, to that. You know, you got the Philadelphia 76ers who are going to be a great team this year, again, assuming they stay healthy. You got the Boston Celtics who, if they stay healthy, probably would have smacked the Cavaliers in the playoffs this year. If they had so been the half healthy. LeBron leaving is we're not getting a fifth year of Golden State versus Cleveland. So that's a big plus. And now it's time in the Eastern Conference to build more stars. And that's really what it's going to come down to. Now it's time for Kyrie Irving to take that next step, for Joel Embiid to take that next step, for John Wall to take that next step the list of guys that need to take that next step in the eastern conference is very very big and now they have a legitimate opportunity to do it to get that experience in the conference finals and some we're gonna have a young star making their their first playoff appearance yeah the greek freak 
taking over the East? Yeah, now at least on the East, there is a path to the finals. You know, like uh, we see, yeah, okay. you can see the promised land if you're a, if you're a, a basketball player, if you're a young guy in the East. And, you know, you mentioned you mentioned the Celtics. Denton mentions the Celtics, and he's right. That team, they almost made it this year without their two best players. Their two best players were sitting on the bench, mm-hmm. and they took LeBron mm-hmm. to seven. Mm-hmm. I think I think you got to look at the Celtics as the team to beat in the East going forward. So so now, is this basically... <laughs> also, I don't want that pressure on the so, Sixers. So is this basically a red shirt year for LeBron? Is this one of the things the critics, everybody, depending on who else comes to L.A., are we all basically saying this is a year we're going to let LeBron slide? Even if he losing the first round of the playoff or second round, he gets a, per se, red shirt year? This is the year we finally get Space Jam 2. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, that's what we're finally getting. He's finally yes, in sir, LA. Finally. He's not going to go to the finals again. So we get the opportunity to see him in Hollywood acting in Space Jam 2. LA. So he's not, he's not going to make it nine straight in the finals, mm-hmm. but we're going to get to see that, and that makes it okay. Absolutely. I like that. Now, Denton, we are almost out of time here with you. I know you got to get uh, back to things there on, uh, on the East Coast, and I'm sure you want to dive in and find out a little bit more about this LeBron thing. Thing yourself so before we let you go i gotta ask you speaking of free agency now guru's not gonna let me ask about this on the air but i'm gonna ask you what do you think happens with bryce harper uh going forward for this year can the nationals make the run that they need to make and can they keep him you know shifting gears to baseball can they keep him at the end of the year or are we going to see the same style bidding war disappearance like uh like we saw at lebron in cleveland <laughs> Well, I would really like to not see one of those bidding wars, and I would really like to keep him. But at this particular point in time, it seems like as the season goes on, the dollar figure that it's going to take to keep him is getting lower. And I'm okay with that. But for Bry- from a Bryce Harper perspective, the emergence of Soto in the in the Nationals lineup it does him no favors at all. That 19 year old kid can play. It's incredible. So th- from from the Nationals' perspective, it gives us hope because there is life after Bryce Harper. And we have Trey Turner, Scherzer, um, Daniel Murphy. We can sign him for a lot cheaper than we can sign Bryce Harper, Soto, and, and Anthony Rendon. So we got a lot of good players that we can still win with if we lose Bryce Harper. Yeah, it, almost sounds, said, it almost sounds to me like you're saying move on from well, That's here. That's what it sounds. Basically, he's saying if we do have to move on. Okay, if we do. We do have a nice um, place and setting place for him. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with moving on. I love Bryce Harper, and I don't want to, but if he's asking for $400 million, see ya. Bye. Yeah. I mean, it's hey, that simple. Hey, we all know what happens in the offseason now. It's that check, baby. It's chasing the that check. That check season. It's not even called offseason no more. From now on, the guru is calling it the check season, baby. <laughs> Who cares? No, no. It's never offseason. It's that money season. And with that, Denton Day, thank you so much for joining us on Trash Talk Radio. Thank you so much for breaking the big LeBron news. Breaking We're never gonna, news. They're going to say, where hey, were you when hey, LeBron signed? And I'm going to say, I heard from Denton Day. Hey, Denton, what's LeBron's numbers, man? What's that check? I want to hear LeBron's number. Five years, what is it? $154 million. God $150 million reason to stay in L.A. It looks nice. He, he, he's getting paid. He, he's, he's getting hey. paid. 
But like this, that might be a whole, over just a hundred million, man. That tax in LA is crazy, man. Right, it's, it's real crazy. high out there. So it's only, getting a, it's only getting a hundred million, man. That's all. That's it. Only a hundred. <laughs> only a hundred million, chucks. You can find Denton Day on Twitter at Denton underscore Day. Denton underscore Day on Twitter, and look for the In My Opinion podcast and the In My Opinion column Absolutely. appearing on WorldOfSportsNetwork.com. Denton Day, my man, thanks so much for joining us here on Trash Talk Radio, and we will talk to you again. Yes, sir. Denton, have a good day, bud. Have a good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Guru, we are back, and we just got some big news from Denton Day. We are still processing uh, the fact that that LeBron has now signed. I see you check in as we go again. It is all over. It is official. On a high note, at least our show's relevant this week. It is official. But everyone should have known the Guru last show. Uh, We said it many, many times, and I'm going to repeat this again. Forget all that shenanigans about Philly, that shenanigans about he's going to uh, uh, Golden State texting this and that. Man, LeBron, first of all, LeBron don't text. <laughs> he texted Kevin Durant. He don't text all that bull, yeah, Stephen A. nonsense. <laughs> you better listen to Guru, and the Guru follow the check, baby. And I follow Nike, and Nike told me months and months ago he will be in Inglewood. So that is a five-year, $154 million contract, Ooh. according to uh, Adrian Wojnarowski on, uh, on ESPN. That is the Wodge Bomb of Wodge Bombs Ooh. this year, man. That is, that is a lot of check, boy. Dude, LeBron, LeBron has been, seen, seen LeBron's been getting that check. LeBron, get that check. I love the check season, man. So now we talked about it a little bit with Denton. What do you think happens from here? Uh, is he going to get another guy with him? Do you, Absolutely. Who do you think he's going to pull? Absolutely. Oh, man, this is... Obviously, the big name is Kawhi. Is Kawhi it's still the, hanging out it's there? Still hanging out there. I just don't. see And we what, talked with Denton a little bit about uh, about Kawhi. You know, stay, starting with San Antonio, mm-hmm. I think that would be the best move for any and team. Then by trade season or just finish the season? You know, until uh, the trade, until he becomes that mercenary that somebody needs to get over this year. Because you know, as a Sixer fan, I don't necessarily want to give up the farm to get Kawhi Leonard to come to my team in order to have him there for a year before he goes and joins LeBron you know, for the remaining three I'm years sure, of LeBron's I'm contract. Sure, I'm sure Danny Angel in Boston won't mind. I'll tell you what, Angel would probably... Well, he's got I, tons of assets, dude, too. I'm telling you, man. You imagine that now. Well, I think, as we said with Denton... Imagine that I don't now. want to imagine that. I'm, I'm much happier. You <laughs> know, I don't even want to imagine the Celtics... Boston with, is going to be talk. You know how them Boston guys are, man. I don't even want to, I don't even want to think about Boston with uh with uh with um Gordon Hayward and 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 Kyrie Irving Kyrie. back on the floor. Oh man. Boston's going to be hey, a problem that's a real, anyway. That's a real mercenary team if Kawhi do go there cuz uh, Kyrie this rumbling that Kyrie might be gone to um mm-hmm. after next year. Uh obviously his contract is up and and Kawhi's going to Warriors gonna obviously. Be a one year guy. So it's, 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 it's going to be a very interesting doing check season, man. Check season is becoming the best season in the NBA. It's it's sometimes more fun than the season, like, you know? Like, and the funny thing is next year we're going to have another check season. Yeah? We're going to have another check season, man. So we already know who's going to win the championship. I mean, I could tell you now. So take this straight to the L.A. Brown Bank. All right, what do we got? The Warriors, man. Team Team Wellabeam. It's still better. It's still better because yeah. KD is still in Golden State. That's just what it is. And with uh with Curry there and with uh with with Thompson there who's probably going to resign the, and with the, the the most the, the thing is there's no one on planet Earth and I keep saying that again that could hinder the Golden State because they got the best luxury in sports that is Kevin Durant. 
So now we heard that that LeBron tried to get Durant to come with him to L.A. I want you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shit, I, I, that's what I thought too. It made perfect sense Shoot, to me. Like, like, LeBron is not a fool, man. He's a business man. I'll tell you what, KD. You want to get another ring? Why don't you and I? KD was like, I get one anyway. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, put a ring on it. <laughs> so uh, I, I I don't even know what to say on that, Guru. We got to take a quick break here on Trash Talk Radio. We're gonna regroup after this big LeBron news. Breaking news, baby. Uh, breaking news from uh, breaking from Denton news. Day. Our thanks to Denton Day for not only joining us but joining us in time to break that huge news uh, on on the air with us here at Trash Talk Radio. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about uh, we got 65 days left of the NFL season. Ooh, you know Check are, season in the that's, NFL. That's a lot of numbers. That's it's kind of funny. A lot of guards are 65. Really? All right. So let's talk about the, the top five guards in the NFL when we come back. You know we're going to do the two-minute drill after that. Do I go to the game for you this week? We'll do the two-minute drill anyway. Stick around. Trash Talk Radio. TTR, baby. Radio, TTR, back again, segment two, Guru, you know what this means, it means back like a, street, back, oh, no, 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 it means the plugs, man, I know it's a plug, I know, I know, Trash Talk Radio, brought to you by TrashTalkRadio.com and the World of Sports Network.com, World of Sports Network, connecting the world through the sports we love, we got everything you need over the World of Sports Network, you can find the Trash Talk Radio, you can find the base heads, you can find Denton Day, who just broke the LeBron news for us with his new podcast on In My Opinion, you can find the, the attorney's film, the attorney's, uh, attorney in sports, the sports court, the, uh, you can find the guru's film room, you can find everything over there on WorldOfSportsNetwork.com, if you're looking for me, Lester you can find me on Twitter at more or lestro. And if you want to find the guru, he is always on Instagram at Guru's Film Room on Instagram, bringing just his thoughts. And then I love my London boys too, man. Oh, that's the, right. Can't yes. forget about the on-court, off-court the on-court, guys. On-court, off-court guys. Man, I'll tell you, you what. want to know what's going on in London, man, them guys are awesome with them shoes, man. And I can't wait to hear what they say about this LeBron thing. I can't wait to see how that lands over the pond too. So check out the on-court, off-court. All that available on worldofsportsnetwork.com. And one more time, TrashTalkRadio.com. Trash Talk Radio, everywhere you can find podcasts. And this week, this week is the first time you can look for us on Trash Talk Radio, the video on YouTube for World of Sports Network's YouTube site. Go to YouTube and search for the World of Sports Network, subscribe to it, and come look at the new Trash Talk Radio. Holy smoke, that's a lot of plugins. I think I got it. Pay little... this. Somebody pay this, man. When is this the when is it the check season, season for the pluggers? Be... I'm a little bit I'm a little bit woozy there, Guru. I wanna know when is check season for the pluggers, cause you need to get that check. That's what I'm saying. All right, Guru. Well, we are back, of course, and as we teased before, we have about 65 days now, about 65 days until the NFL season kicks off this fall. It's hard to believe it's coming up that quickly. We on Trash Talk Radio, going through with the Guru's film room, of course, has been watching the video to bring us the top five players in every position. Last week on episode 39, you can go back and listen to it, we talked about the top five centers in the game because we know that's where it all begins. You gotta go to where it all begins is at the centers. That's where the hands are. And so this time, we gotta say, Guru, you are bringing us the top five guards. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. More of the big uglies down that, in the that trenches. That serial line, man. I love them big uglies, man. So, Guru, before we get started on the names here, what do we look for in a guard? What See, makes 
a top-level guard. NFL guards. It's so weird now. The game is changing, like we uh, we mentioned plenty of times. It's evolving. Now, the old-school guards, like we're used to, like the Steve Hutchinson, right. the Randall McDaniels, man, the Alan Fanica, <laughs> the guys of the past, the era. My boy, Russ Grimm. See, just, I love the big, dirty, and ugly. man. big dudes missing teeth. Big maulers, you yeah, know? right? Brawlers. But now the game getting a little bit sophisticated. Now, not only do you need to be a brawler, but you also need to pass protect because you have defensive line scheme set now that you have a guy like Mike Bennett could slide down on Ooh, passing shit. down, right? Like so be so you got to be able to pass protect now because you have a defensive end that slide down to play D tackle, and the next play you might have to go against a 230 pounds D tackle, and then the next play you have to do a zone uh, a zone scheme, and then you have to go to um, block the free safety 20 yard down the field. So to be a guard in this modern era. Of football, you need to only have bronze, but you need to have brains. Right. You need to have brains. So this is they always say in the in football to be a guard, just be big and fat and slow. That's how it used to be. That's what it used to be. Yeah. And not no more. You know, it's funny because we talked a little bit about this last week. As just your average football fan, it's one of those things you don't think about the trenches. When you start looking at the game itself, when you start talking to people who play, when you start talking to the coaches and you're doing the analysis. It really, that's where it all matters, man. The, the guards, those guys blocking for your quarterback, those guys the making the line, holes. The, the easiest path to the quarterback is straight. Yeah, and so those dudes actually have, they should be getting more money as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the big uglies, man. I'm always for the big and uglies, man. I am always for them. Uh, they just got to be so versatile now. You just got to be so versatile to be to play offensive line. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just only, oh, I'm just a run blocker. I'm just a specialist pass blocker. You have to have the versatility to do both. Obviously, the your footwork got to be impeccable as well as your hands. Your hands got to be so lethal that you have to register them because they're that powerful. All right, so Guru, let's do this Casey Kasem style. We'll count it down from five to one for the big uglies. We'll start with number five and we'll get to the biggest ugliest at number one. So uh, who is the number five hey. guard in the NFL heading into our 2018 he season? Heading to 2018 NFL season. And this is my favorite. Probably got the best name in the whole professional football, if not professional sports, other than the World Cup guys. Right, like, obviously, those are crazy names. My guy, my guard from Oakland Raiders, Kalitsky Osemele. Osemele, your number five guard. Osemele, Mr. 6'5", 330 pounds, massive human being. <laughs> He's probably one of the biggest guards in the NFL. For a big dude, I mean, this guy gets out of his stance with explosion. I mean, his hands are like his best attributes. Imagine a woolly mammoth coming at you. A woolly mammoth. What are you going to do? I'm going to get the hell out you of his gonna way. You're going to go, either you're going to get swallowed, well, uh, you better get the hell out of the I, way. I think the first thing I'm going to do is, uh, is, is, is shit myself. And then I'm going to try and figure out what to do next. With just well, with Kalichki Osama, it's just his size. His pure strides and massive strength. He's mammoth. You can't go around him. Defenders have a hard time going through him because he's bigger than you. And you have even a harder time going around him. And once he gets a clutch, his hands on you, it's see you later, alligator. Ah, that's it, huh? So number five in the guru, top five. Guards going to 2018 season is Kalichi Osimili Osimili from Iowa State Cyclones, baby. I tell you what, that is a fun name to say, Osimili out of Oakland. I just want to say it again. Now nah, he does. He is one of the the best in the game. One of the best in the game. All right, so that uh, that's number five. Who you got at number four of best guards in the NFL? Number four, and obviously most people don't realize only the purest football guys would know. Um, Josh 
sitting from the Chicago Bears. 6'3", 320 pounds. This guy's been one of the anchor with Josh um, Jordan Howard being top three leading rushers since he's been in the NFL. He's been the third NFL leading rusher in the league since 2016. And that's not a and, good team. And nobody even knows about him. No. You know, but this guy, when you talk about attitude, when you talk about the dude, <laughs> he is the epitome of the dude, a tone setter, a old school, nasty, disgusting, aggressive, wrong blocker that once he gets his hand on you, it's like you just smack his mama. <laughs> you just smack his mama, man. That's why he leads the Bears. People don't realize the Bears got one of the best rushing attacks all because of a guy like Josh Sitton. Guy up in the front that opens the door for everyone else. So number four, Josh Sitton from the Chicago Bears. Who's the number three guard, Guru? Number three guard, man, my guy, Andrew Norwell. Now, Andrew Norwell. Yeah, Norwell from the Panthers. Now he's just signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Got himself that check. Dude, he got that check got in the that check, check season. I'm so shocked. Because of this dude's mechanism, 6'5", 325, you know, big guy. That's a 20, big man. 26-year-old, still in his prime, just touching his prime. This really sharpened out. The Panthers didn't get him into a long-term deal. Didn't seal him in. He's the leader of that power running game with Cam Newton. Now you with, got the, uh, with the uh, Carolina's running game. It's right. all about that strength. But that's power go, going to Jacksonville. They've got Bingo. those 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 backs Bingo. as well that are really going to power through. Why do you think it was such a great fit? Makes so watch a lot out of sense. for Mr. Andrew Norwell and great pickup by the Jacksonville Jaguars because he's one of the most elite run blocking guard. When this guy, you've seen his size, but the thing I love about this guy, he's technical. He's the most technical guard we have. He's what you call, you don't, I don't use this description to describe a guard offensive lineman. He's smooth. Really? Yes, every movement is so I'm A big sudden. ugly that's smooth? A big ugly and smooth, no man. No wonder he got you that check. Hey, he got that major check, baby. So my man, Andrew Norwell from the now Jacksonville, never going to be Saxonville no more on the other side, right? right Jacksonville, right. Blake Bortles, Leonard Fournette, you're going to love this man, Andrew Norwell. Andrew Norwell coming in at number three on Guru's top five guards in the NFL. What about number two, Guru? Hey, this is hometown boy right here, man. Oh, yeah. Hometown. Right from Kirkland, went to Bellevue High School, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers zone, David DeCastro. David DeCastro of the David Pittsburgh Steelers. David DeCastro. Coming in at number two. Five, three, thirteen. Right out here in the city of Seattle, right out here, Bellevue High School. It's kind of a coincidence, right? Yeah. Well, they got a lot of good players that come out of this area. Oh, yeah, of course. Now, the thing what makes him so special, he might be the quickest guard in the entire league. Got that speed. I'm talking about when it says from hike and to his hand touching you, it's so quick. Watching film, I mean, it's so quick. Half the time, the defender don't even know what to do. Mm -hmm. they, they, once he's got his hands on you, it's over. Right, he's, you're not getting by. It's like what my man Waka Flocka said. Sleep like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so David DeCastro of Pittsburgh coming in at number two. So we've got, uh, let's let's review the top five before we hit number one. We got Colicio Simile from Oakland, Josh Sitton from uh, Chicago, uh, Andrew Norwell of, in Jacksonville, now in Jacksonville, and then David DeCastro in Pittsburgh coming at the number two spot. Guru, that only leaves one left. Who is the best guard in the NFL? If it's not these guys, who is it going into the season? Oh, the best guard, I hate to say it, but uh, these guys are, you know, when you, so there's some people that's an animal, 
Right. And his other is a mammal. Right. And he's just a different level of just species. Well, I mean, this guy is just a bulldozer. Put it like this. If it was dark in the alleyway after the nightclub, I don't want to go where this guy is going. You know, I will walk on the other side of the street <laughs> rather than go where this guy is. I thought you were going to say it was, uh, it was dark in the alleyway because this guy was standing in front of the light. He was blocking <laughs> it all out. But the number one guard and probably... One, he's going to be, by the time he's done, going to be one of the best guards to ever do it. Okay. To ever do it. Hall of Fame talent. Zach Martin. From the Cowboys? Not, from the Cowboys. The, the renowned offensive line, the best offensive line in, in football. Zach Martin is that guy. But Guru. The one thing you guys are going to know about the Guru and everybody knows, he hates the Cowboys. He's better enough to, he's good enough to overcome that? Yes. Oh, no. He's that good. As an he's NL so East, good. As an NFC East guy, I don't want to hear that. so good. I mean, this guy, when you talk about the epitome of an old school guy that could play in the 1920s with no pads on, with no helmet, uh-huh. and he was still dominant. This guy is mean. He's meaner than Joe Green. He's meaner. That's mean. Yes, he's meaner than Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace. What? Yes. What? He's that mean. That's mean. He's meaner than Scrooge McDuck. That's wall. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he's that mean, baby. He is the meanest man, the baddest man on this football field. Man, you got me. <laughs> you got me with meaner than Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I, I, was, I did not see that one coming. So our number one uh, guard going into the season is Zach Martin from yeah, the man. Dallas Zach, Cowboys. Hey, Zach Martin is just a physical beast, man. Just a, all jokes aside, he's an old school guy. He's like a what I would say. He's like an octopus, man. It's like once he gets his hands on you, mm-hmm. it's over, man. Right, you're not going it's around over, him. It's like sticky fingers, man. You can't go through him. You can't go around him. And and this guy's m- movement amazing as far as to the second level like i mentioned as far as getting a d tackle as far as moving down to take a, a, a dn as far as getting a blitzing li- uh, uh, linebacker as far as going on a, on a zone on a power sweep and getting the corner i mean this guy is the epitome of the best if you kids if you want to know how to play offensive guard in the nfl go watch a film of Mr. Zach Martin. And there you have it, Guru's top five guards of the NFL heading into the 2018 season. Number five, Colicchio Simile of Oakland. Number best four, name in football. Best name in football. Number four, Josh Sitton of Chicago. Number three, Andrew Norwell of Jacksonville. Number two, David DeCastro of Pittsburgh. And coming into the top spot, despite the fact... know about the Guru and everybody knows he hates the Cowboys. Despite the fact that he's on the Cowboys, number one, Mr. Zach Martin of the Dallas Cowboys. There you have it, your top five guards in the NFL. All right, Guru, so tell us, who are we going to get next week? Next week, everybody loves it, The Blind Side. The Blind Side? The Blind Side. It was not only a movie, but it's every quarterback's favorite friend. Absolutely. The tackles. The tackles coming the in next tackles. week. The tackles. They're the reason why you have a five-year career or you have a 15-year career, and that will be next week, the NFL Top 5 Tackles. All right, Guru, and with that, we are running out of time here on Trash Talk Radio. Are you ready to get into the two-minute drill? Let's get it, baby. All right, the two-minute drill, this is how it works. It's real easy. We get a little time up there to talk about the uh, the things we didn't get a chance to talk about on this show this week. Mm-hmm. I put two minutes on the clock, and I throw it at the Guru. Are you ready? Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Here we go. Uh, Guru, we just heard that uh, that that uh, LeBron James signed a five-year, $150 million deal. That's the same contract that Matt Ryan signed in, in Atlanta. Better deal, Matt Ryan or LeBron James? Let's see. ATL or LA? Um, 
L.A., bro. You think it's a better deal? ATL or L.A.? Now, where would I want to go? L.A., bro. I certainly want to be in L.A. rather than Atlanta. I've been in Atlanta once. I hated it. All right. So, L.A. Broad's a better deal. Uh, speaking of football, by the way, we got the news today on Sunday. Cam Chancellor has officially announced his retirement. Seattle Seahawks, Cam Chancellor. Where is he going to go down in the entire scheme of things, Guru? Now, he's going to be known as one of the best thumper to ever wear the helmet. The Seahawks ring of fame. I mean, he's just a great, great guy off the field, on the field, and I wish him well in every, all his new uh, his off field, uh, off football career. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Moving on then from football. Uh, in baseball, uh, John Smoltz, pitcher for the uh, Atlanta Braves, former pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, this week lived out a dream by playing in the U.S. Senior Open in golf. Guru, my question for you is. Uh, without the football, what would your other sports dream be? Would you? What would? Would there be some other sports dream that you could see yourself getting into? Man, without football, man, the other thing I want to do. Oh man, that's a great question. I think I want to do like track. Really? Yeah, man. Get up there and start running. Man, like Hussein Bolt out there, baby. A boom. The Guru Bolt, man. Right? Man, you know about think about this. In about what? 10, 10 seconds or nine seconds? I make about twenty million. <laughs> Get that check, baby. That's the quickest 20 million. Even LeBron didn't make it that quick, man. I want to be in track. You know, golf was one of those games that I always held off on and didn't play where I'd hope I'd eventually be like a, a prodigy. Like, I could do this. You know, I haven't played it. Then I went to play and I sucked at it. So I know my future's not in golf. All right, speaking of big checks, the New York Mets this weekend paid Bobby Bonilla $1.19 million. He hasn't played in 10 years. They're going to keep paying him a million dollars a year until 2035. Can you imagine a worse contract than that? For who? Bobby Bonilla, anybody. No, 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 no. That's the best contract for Bobby B. No you kidding. You always looking at the wrong side of things, man. Bobby <laughs> B, that's the best contract in the history of sports, man. Are you serious? You getting, that's the best retirement plan, man, talking about the worst contract. <laughs> who you, for, from who you asking that point of view from? I think he got a great contract for him. If I was a Mets fan, I'd still be man, pissed about it. getting that check, Bobby B. But I am not a Mets fan. All right, so uh, <laughs> final question, Guru. We're at the two-minute drill is run out there. So my final question for you is, we talked a little bit about the Nas record, the Beyonce record. This week, Drake, Drake. finally dropped Scorpion. I have to admit, I don't really know Drake. Guru, should I listen to this album? I listened to it a, uh, a couple of times. What do you think? I'm kind of disappointed. Really? I'm kind of. Di- I'm a big Drake fan. I'm a major, major Drake fan. You know, he might be my favorite light-skinned rapper of all time. <laughs> uh, uh, I like the qualifier. Yeah, I appreciate man, that. But the thing is, man, I expected a little bit more. Once you hit that type of uh, 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 mega... Mega status, uh-huh. I guess. It's a double album. Yeah, dude, that mega status, you you you, can, you gotta come correct. So uh, I, I think out of all the albums, personally, I think this is the worst one he ever really? had. Really? Yeah. All right, you heard hey. it here first. So there's no point in me listening to it. Nah, is what go you're listen to it so you can you know make your own decision. But um, I'm disappointed. All right. Yeah. And that is the time we have this week on Trash Talk Radio. Guru, I'm sorry I didn't have a game for you this week. I had a little Lestro all weekend. You heard about the pants. That was what I was doing, man. I didn't have a time hey, to make man, a game. we 40 years old now, man. We ain't got time for games. Yeah, we'll get the game back next week. <laughs> we Don't ain't got time for it. games. We 40, man. Games are for the 30s and 20s, man. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. But the best place to find us is at TrashTalkRadio.com. And this week, make sure you head over to the, uh, the YouTube page, the World of Sports Network YouTube page, and check out all the fun we're having here on Trash Trash Talk Radio. Subscribe to and watch the show. Our thanks go out to Mr. Denton Day. Check out the In My Opinion podcast with Mr. Denton Day. Until next time, 
I'm Lestro. And this is the Guru. Thanks for listening. TTR, baby. Better listen to Guru and the Guru follow the check, baby.